Father of heaven, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O oh God, we honor you, O oh Lord, we lift your name above any other name. We thank you, Father, that we are alive. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you, O oh God, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, O oh God, for the gift of eternal life. We thank you, O oh God, for your divine protection over our lives, over our families, over our children. We thank you, O oh God, for your divine intervention, O oh God, for hiding us, O oh God, under your wings all the time, for the things that you are doing for us, O oh God, for the doors that you are opening, O oh God, for your blessings upon our lives, for your favor upon our lives, O oh God. Father, we exalt you. We magnify you, O oh God, and we bow down to no other God, but you, Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end, O oh God. You deserve to be glorified and honored, O oh God. This Monday, O oh God, we give you all the glory that you deserve, O oh God, and we thank you for your love, for your compassion, for your mercy in our lives, O oh God. We thank you for this opportunity that you are giving us, O oh God, to share your word with your people, O oh God. May you touch us, O oh God. May you touch us with your word. May your word, O oh God, be a lamp unto our feet. May it save us, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that whoever listens to your word, Father, may not, I pray that, that they will not perish, O oh God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O oh God, I pray. Well, let me take this time to, to, to salute you and um, to greet you all from all around the world. All the people that are listening to this podcast, I just want to say I appreciate you. I love you. I honor you. You are such a blessing. This is another day that the Lord has made. And we shall indeed rejoice in this day. It is a Monday, a beautiful Monday, a, a sunny Monday um, morning in, in South Africa. Of course, it is summer. So we are enjoying that, those summer vibes. Hallelujah. I am a latter-day preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Let me just apologize for my voice. I know my voice is not good uh, this morning. I am not sick. I don't have flu or anything. It's all the praying. You know, yesterday we were finishing 21 days of fasting and, and, and prayer. You know, um, it, was, it, it, was, it, it, it was just, we were just in the moment. You know, the Holy Spirit was in, in church yesterday, you know, the intercession and, and everything, it just shocked me. Now my voice is not um, the usual voice, but it's all good, it's all good, it's all good. I am not sick indeed, it's all good. But today, I continue another fasting for seven days, for seven days. We close that one for 21 days. Um, today, I am continuing another fasting. Um, it's a fasting and and, and, and worship, fasting and worship, no 
praying, where I'm not asking anything from God. I'm just simply worshiping Him because He's worthy to be worshipped. For seven days, it's fast and worship. That's all. In the, in the midst of everything that is happening, I don't know how I'm going to sing. I don't know how I'm going to worship my voice, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I have no choice. But that is not where we are today, brothers and sisters. Where we are today, today we are identifying false teachers, false prophets. Hallelujah. So our topic today is called identifying false teachers. May you be blessed today. We pray that the Lord will, 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 will give me you know, the wisdom to divide his word according to his will in the name of Jesus of God. I don't want to distort the word of God. I don't want to be like these false teachers. Praise mighty Jesus. That's why I pray every time that, oh God, help me not to distort your word, oh God. Help me not to use your word to milk people out of their money, to cause people to go into to, to, to poverty because of what I teach them. Praise God in the name of Jesus. Well, we are talking about it today, um, identifying false teachers, identifying false teachers. And these are the kinds of teachings that today in today's church have to be taught. You know, we don't have much time. You might think that we have a lot of time, but I'm telling you, our Lord, our Lord, our Lord is about to come back for his church, is about to come back for his church. And this is not a time to play church. And this is a time, I, I truly believe that this is a time for pure, pure, pure teaching, godly teachings, nothing else, godly teachings, nothing. Sometimes when we preach, we make a lot of noise. But when we teach, when we preach, we make a lot of noise sometimes. People don't get it. But when we teach, you know, it's like you are in school when you teach. It, it makes sense because you are, you are being equipped. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, we are reading from the book of um, Timothy. That is our main scripture. Uh, chapter 6, verse 3 to 5. Timothy chapter 6, verse 3 to 5. The apostle hallelujah that is where we are reading from this morning we are identifying false teachers because it is important hallelujah so it reads like this if anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instruction of our lord jesus christ and to godly teaching so how do you we talk when, when i'm saying that we are identifying false teachers know how to identify them so the characteristics so that you are able to identify the characteristics of false teachers obviously you know obviously it is in the doctrine praise god it is in the doctrine but you have to open your eyes because they are very sneaky these are these these men don't don't think that they have not studied the, the bible they know the Bible very well and they know how to play with words, you know, in the name of, of deep revelations. You know, they like to, to, to quote that. No, this is a, a deep revelation. You know, you know, I won't blame you if you don't understand it. You have to pray. Maybe the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. But this is what the Lord has been saying to me. You know, all those that is nonsense, you know. So the word of God is supposed to be simple. It's supposed to be understood by everybody. They come up with new revelations every day just to confuse you, that to, just to distort 
the word of God. But you have to be a person who studies the word to catch them out. Because if you don't study the word, you won't be able to catch them out. Therefore, that will make you a victim. That is why in today's church, we find so many people uh, screaming their lungs out in churches. I receive, I receive my marriage. I receive that. They don't know what they should be receiving. They don't know what they should be receiving. Why? Because they are victims. They have been deceived. Why are they doing that? Because they are victims and they have been deceived. They they are victims of false doctrine. They are victims of lies, in other words. They are victims of fables, stories, praise God, that are invented by men, praise God, that are invented by men. So that is, this is the first time, the first thing that you should identify from a first false teacher is this. So he teaches a false doctrine. So if anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching. So you know why they do. They always find an excuse to disagree with the word of God. They always find excuse. You know, even some when it, when it comes to marriage, you know, the there are, there are false prophets who would come to you and, and, and tell you that, you know, uh, God says that, um, um, you know, the man that you are with is not from God, so you should divorce him. Why? Because they would ask you, is your man going to church? And when you say, no, my husband does not go to church or my wife does not attend church, and they will say, you should leave him. Break that marriage. Divorce such a person. He is not good for you because the Lord is saying divorce him because he's an unbeliever. There is no way that is not biblical. Praise God. So they are, this is just an, 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 an example, right, of what they say. There are many examples that I could make that these men say things that are contrary to the word of God or things that are contrary to the sound teaching, sound teaching of Jesus Christ. These things are contrary. Hallelujah. These things are contrary. So marriage is an is a institution, institution of God. If you are married to a, an unbeliever, it's okay. You have done nothing wrong. Pray, praise God. That is why Paul is saying that, you know, he does not advise that you should divorce your partner. Perhaps your partner one day will, will you know, God will touch him, that he will, he or she will go to church because of you. He will be saved because you are saved. He will see what God does. He will see what God can do to transform a human being. He will look at you and say, maybe this God, maybe this God of this wife of mine is a wonderful God. Let me just accompany him one weekend and one Sunday let us go to church together and that will be the day and he will never look back again. I have seen such cases. There's plenty of them and it's usual the majority of people who go to church first and they get saved. Praise God. It, it is usually the women. They become saved and then their husbands resist. Maybe they are still in, that, in the worldly things drinking and all that. But after some time they see what God has done to their wives and they look and they say, wow, my woman was not like this. He was not submissive like this. He was not respective like this. I know the temper that she had. 
But look at her. God has really transformed her. Maybe if I accompany her and go to church and see what they do there, that will be the day he will never look back. That is how God will touch her. You, you keep on praying for your partner. You keep on praying for his salvation. You keep on praying and God listens to the prayers of the righteous. He will listen to you and he will touch the heart of your partner. Then do not listen to these false teachers when they talk that such of a nonsense that because your husband is an unbeliever that you should leave him or your wife is an unbeliever that you should leave him. It is unconditional because marriage you should respect the institution of marriage because it is an institution of God. It is not an institution of man. Right? It is not a, especially a marriage of people who are saved. Who are saved. It does not matter if one partner is not saved. But you as a, a, a person who is saved. That is why when we are saved, we, we, we fight for our marriages. And then we, we, we give up when we, when, we, when we see that there's no help. But we fight, we fight, we fight. And we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray. Oh God, change my marriage. Intervene in my marriage. Bring peace in my marriage. Praise God. I'm, this is just an example that I'm making. Praise God. Because they have a way of twisting the word of God to suit their agenda. Hallelujah. So in verse 4 it says, so he is conceited and understands nothing. So such man or woman who tells you that is conceited and understands nothing. So he has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that results in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions. Praise God. And in verse 5 says, and constant friction between men of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is means to financial gain. These men, they love controversies. These men, they love because they are arrogant. They are, they are after fame and they are after money. Praise God. So to them, um, gospel, to them the gospel of Jesus Christ is a means to an end. To them, the gospel of Jesus Christ is just another way of enriching themselves. To them, the gospel of Jesus Christ is, 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 is a business. So that is why you find in church today, you know, there's a lot of men and, 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 and women of God, especially men who sell um, what we call oil. They call them, they, you know, in Africa we have that problem. I don't know in other places in the world if they do have that problem. But here in South Africa, especially here, we have that problem of men who sell. We have apostles, we have prophets, all kind of men. The fivefold ministry here in South Africa is in a serious trouble. You know, the devil has captured the church in such a way. They, of course, they are pastors, true pastors, true servants of God. Praise God, true servants of God. But it seems like, you know, the mega churches, the pastors that are known, because they, they make sure that they are famous. They make sure, because the devil has an agenda. The devil has an agenda. When you switch on your TV, you see these men. You see the why? Because the devil has an agenda. The devil has an agenda. And his agenda is to deceive the whole world, is to deceive. How, to, how does the devil want to deceive the whole world? Is by changing them from their focus because your focus right now, maybe where you are, is Jesus Christ. But a day will come, 
Praise God. When you change your focus, praise God. When you look at your TV and you see these mega churches and you see how these eloquent, eloquent men who call themselves men of God speak, you know, they are flattery, what they say, how they distort. And if you do not know the word of God, brothers and sisters, you will be deceived. If you don't study your Bible, you will be deceived because these men, their weapon is the word. They say with their lips, Jesus, but they don't mean Jesus. Praise God. So they use the name of Jesus to deceive you because in your mind you are thinking this man wouldn't be screaming Jesus, Jesus, if he was not a man, if he was a false man of God. Oh yes, he do. He do. The devil streams Jesus. The, the, the devil can prophesy. The devil can prophesy. I'm telling you, the devil can prophesy. The devil knows the scriptures better than I do. The devil can quote the scriptures. The devil can mislead you using the word. That is why. That is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. That is exactly when the devil twisted what the Lord has instructed or commanded Eve and Adam not, not to do. Praise God. He said, you know, because Eve said, no. The Lord said, if we eat from this tree, we shall surely die. And the devil says, no, 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 no. You know, God is wrong. You know, because he does not want you to be wiped like him. He does not want you to be, to, be, to, to, to be like him. He does not want you to be like him. So if you eat, he knows that you will be like him. Praise God. That you will have fame. Praise God that you will have money, praise God, that you will know things that he does not want you to know. So you shall not surely die. The devil, that is his plan, praise God, because the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the devil says, no, 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 sin will make you wealthy, sin will make you famous, praise God, sin will make you wealthy, sin will make you famous, sin will make you known, that is why the church today is full of these false teachers and these false prophets and many people are being taken to hell by these men why because they don't study their word they don't study the word of god they believe what a man says not what the word of god says now i like it what 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 this last verse says here it says that um praise god he says that um, they think that godliness is a means to financial gain. That is their whole. That is, I'm not talking about men who are not called by God. I am talking about both the agents of the devil, men who were called by the devil just to disturb the church, to mislead people, and men who in the beginning had the calling of God, but because of their lust for the things of world, because of their investment in the things of this world. God left them. Praise God. God left them because of, 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 of their arrogance, because of their pride, because of them seeking the world of God or the, the things of this world. Fame, money, wealth, and all those. Those things, they take you away from God. It's always God. It's always about God. That is why the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Because when you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And his righteousness. He says, and all these other things shall be added unto you. 
So God is looking for men and women, praise God, who are walking in obedience to his word, who will wait upon him for all the blessings that he has promised us in his word. God says that, you know, my plan, praise God, is to prosper you, not to harm you, is to give you a good future, praise God. So the plan of God is not to harm us, but is to prosper us both spiritually and physically. God wants us to be wealthy. God wants us to have job, better jobs. God wants us to be promoted. God wants us to have businesses. God wants us to, 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 be, to be giving to his church, to the needy. That's why he blesses his children. But God is a God of principle and he is a God of order. He does things by order. Then his order is that we must wait upon him. Praise God. Because whatever that he has spoken, Every word that came out of his mouth will not return to him void. That is if you are walking in obedience and you are waiting upon him and you are waiting upon him and you are waiting upon him and you are waiting upon him. You are waiting for his word to be manifested in your life and it will be manifested. I have seen men who are walking in obedience according to the will of the Father and those men today are blessed. Some of them are pastors and they were businessmen before they came, before they even started church. So you cannot accuse them that they used the church money to be businessmen. They scammed nobody. I know such men because they walked in obedience with God. God gave them the grace for business and he gave them the grace to lead his people, to have these churches, to, have, to, to lead his flock in the church. And those men are still walking in obedience because God has blessed them. Why? Because they walked in obedience. Praise God. But people, they want to start with the first thing, with the last things. You want money now. You want things now. That is why you are so desperate. That is why you are streaming, I receive in a church. You will receive until you die, but you will have nothing because what you should be receiving in church, it is the word and the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ, the word of God, nothing else. And these men, they have come to take you away from that plan of God. So, thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I love verse 6. I love verse 6 because verse 6 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Verse 7 says, For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. So we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. So, but godliness with contentment is great gain. That means I know right now you have very little. You have very little, and maybe you've been praying for a very long time. You've been praying for a business breakthrough. You've been praying for a promotion. You've been praying for a job. And it's been a while, maybe a year or two or three or four, praise God. And you've been believing God. Don't stop believing in God. Don't stop walking in obedience. Don't stop um, walking in holiness. Don't stop. Praise God. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Because what you are praying for to God is too little. Praise God. Maybe you are praying for a business. You, maybe you are praying for, for a promotion at work. But God is, 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 is preparing a way for you to have your own business instead of working for somebody else. You are praying that, oh God, you know, please, I'm praying for this contract, this business breakthrough that will pay me $500, that will pay me $500,000. But God is looking at you and is looking at your heart and he's saying, I am going to open a door that will give him a business 
that that will have a contract of 50 million dollars you are looking that is why because things of god they take a while but that doesn't mean god that does not mean that god is not listening to your prayers what you should do walk in obedience seek his face seek ye the king seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all your desires oh shall come to pass because for now be content with what you have be content because the bible says but godliness with contentment is great gain that means you start being content and you start being full of godliness that means you are walking in obedience according to the will and the word of god praise god you are content for now with what you have i know it's illegal but the bible says it is great gain that means there is great gain that is coming upon your life so you do not have to be misled by the word of god you must know that the things that you are chasing after god has already promised you those things and those things are here those things are already yours only if you seek ye first the kingdom of god hallelujah now i want us to brothers and sisters I want us to I want us to go to 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 to, to the book of um hallelujah Matthew I want us to go to the book of Matthew chapter 7 chapter 7 chapter 7 um Matthew uh, oh Matthew chapter 7 We are going to Matthew chapter 7. Hallelujah. So you have to be very wise, brothers and sisters. Be wise, wise. Pray to God for spirit of discernment because those men are full of flattery. These men are cunning because they are from the devil. These men are very cunning. They know how to scam a person. They know how to scam a person. They will take all your money and you will be left broke. you will have no money to feed your children hallelujah these men are very skillful in what they do the bible says in matthew 7 verse 15 um what this is jesus speaking say beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravening wolves so verse 16 says and all of you shall know them by their fruits by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns of figs or thistles verse 7 in says so even so every good tree brings forth good fruit but a corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit now the bible says that these men come to you wearing what a sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravening wolves now the sheep represents the the lamb jesus praise god they come to you as if they are coming from god because they speak of jesus christ and they are holding the same bible they are not holding the bible of the mormons praise god the mormon bible no they are holding the the holy bible the holy word you know they are holding the the, the holy word and they are reading scriptures from the, the from the same bible but what they do they are clever with it praise god they twist the words of the scriptures praise god they twisted the words of the scriptures praise god that is why i've been saying i've been saying to god god we 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 pray we pray that the church will become what the church in, in the berian church was like 
in the book of Acts. We, we, we pray for believers who, will, who, 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 when I stand before them and preach the word, will go back to the word and, and confirm what I was preaching if it is from the word of God. Praise God. And pray to God to, 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 for, for spirit of, to, of God, of your spirit of discernment, spirit of wisdom, so that you will be able to see if I am lying, if I am distorting the word of God. But believers today, sorry, they are so naive. They believe whatever the pastor says. They believe whatever the pastor says is from God because he calls himself a pastor, because he calls himself a prophet, because he calls himself an apostle. You believe that it is from the it is from God. It is not. It is, you will find that in many instances it is not. Yes, the, the scripture sounds nice when he speaks it, but he has twisted it, he's distorted it. Because why? His, his plan is to, is, to, is, to, is to make means. His plan is to distort you of your money. That's why you go to church every time. Some of you have, have gone to banks to ask for loans because a pastor or your prophet says you must come and pay a seat of $50 and God is going to open that door for you. God is not looking for That is why the Bible says sacrifice, obedience is better than sacrifice. When you obey God, God will bless you. God will not ask you for $50 when he knows that you are unemployed. God will not ask you for $50,000 when he knows that you, you, you even get paid less than your salary, your wages is less than $20,000. Why, why would God ask you to come and pay a seat of $1,000 when you are paid $250 a month? Why would God do that? Why would God do that? So we are making God out to be um, a money-trapping God. We are making God out to be like us, to be men to be like us. We are making God to be a treaty God. God is looking for obedient people. God is looking for a people who will be walking according to his will. On this earth, who will do his will. He will obey him. Who will live holy lives. Praise God. And God will bless you. Praise God. Of course, God wants us to be blessing. Wants us to be blessings to, 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 to the needy. God wants us to be blessings. To, to be a blessing to, to those who are in need to those who are poor, to, to, to our churches. But God will bless you first in order for you to be that. Praise God. God will bless you first, will give you a job so that you are able to pay tithes. If your church is, is paying tithes, so that you will be able to pay offerings. You will give off Because the other word that I don't like to use is pay. We don't pay, we give. In the New Testament, we give, we give because Jesus paid it all, right? So we, what we do, we give and we give willingly. We give willingly, we give what we can give. We give what we can afford. We give what our heart has agreed that it will give. You don't agree at home, sit at home and say, I'm going to give an offering of $50. And when you get there, you listen to your pastor distorting the word, telling you that you should come and give $100. And, but you and your heart have agreed that I'm going to give $50 today. So such giving that is forced or that you give because the word has been is not acceptable to God. Give what you have agreed in your heart that you shall give. It is acceptable to God. Whatever that you give willingly out of your heart, out of love, it is acceptable to God. Do not be misled. Do not be deceived to think otherwise. Hallelujah. Now, we, we are identifying false preachers, you know. We are identifying false preachers here. Uh, false teachers, false preachers, false prophets, you know. So we are identifying. So when they do all these things that I have mentioned, 
when they say all these things that I have mentioned, then you know that this is a false teacher. It does not matter if he was called by God. But somewhere along the line, he, he went astray. So you need to find yourself another church and another man of God to teach you the word of God. Now, as I close, as I close, let me just um, explain this. As I close, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So we need to be very wise and we need to pray this for the spirit of discernment. Now, if the Bible says that we will see them by their fruits. We will see them by their fruits. We will see them by their... You, you, you can just tell. You can look at the congregation which they lead. It's all about a congregation. It's all about the things of this world. All of people, they... That means, what, what do you call? I'm looking for a word. I'm looking for a word, I'm looking for a word, I'm looking for a word, but I keep forgetting the word. I don't know. I was looking for a word, you know, that they use. You know, I was looking for for the right word, you know, to describe people who have been deceived. All of them in that church, they sit there like zombies and they believe lies. They believe lies. They believe that, you know, in order for me to be blessed by God, I have to pay a certain seed in order for God to bless me I have to 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 to, to pay for a 1000 in order for God the reason why God is not blessing me is because I'm not giving in church I'm not giving how, how could you give church how, how would you give in church when you are unemployed how can you give in church when you are unemployed how can you give in church when you are told in church that uh, 10 rands or 10 dollars is not acceptable when you give it in church? How can you give when, when all you can afford is $10? How can you give in such a church? How can you give? You will not give. You will not give and you need to get out of the church and look for a church that preaches and exalts Jesus Christ, that looks for a church that does things according to the teachings of Jesus Christ, according to the teaching of the word. Go and find yourself another church. Praise God. You see by their fruits, you look at those kind of pastors, the kind of lives that, that they live. There is nothing wrong when you are wealthy and you have and, and, and you have accumulated that wealth in a godly way. There is nothing wrong with that. But when you have accumulated your wealth in an ungodly way, by distorting the word of God, by selling oils, by selling salt, by selling um, everything in the church of, of Jesus Christ, praise God, by distorting the word, by, by manufacturing prophecies or, or faking miracles, all those kinds of things are not acceptable in the sight of God. So you have gained your wealth through evil means and you will be accountable one day. So if you are in such a church, if you, if you are led by such a man, that man is a false teacher. That man is a false prophet. You need to get out of the church. Save your soul and go and seek ye first the kingdom of God in another church. Praise God and see what God is going to do in your life in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for your word. We thank you, O oh Father, that we are becoming wise and wise and wise and wise. Father, we are thank you, O oh God, that we can see and identify the false teachings. Thank you, O oh God, that today that we will begin to study our our, our Bibles that will begin to meditate upon our, our 
the word of God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, O oh God, for your teachings. Thank you for your word. Thank you, O oh God, that my soul is saved today. Thank you, O oh God, for everything that you do for us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. The Bible says in the book of um, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, you know, you shall meditate upon um, this word. Meditate upon this book. Hallelujah. Meditate upon this book day and night. Then the Bible says, continues and says, and then, and then you shall prosper. Praise God. Meditate upon the word of God first. Seek ye first the word of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the face of God. And then you shall prosper. Praise God. You will thank me later in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because we will be accountable for the things that we do on this earth. Hallelujah. Until next time, may the good Lord bless you. I am Latter Day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. I love you, I love you, and I appreciate you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you.